2: The following podcast was originally recorded as a live stream for YouTube on November 22nd, 2020, and has been edited slightly to account for the fact that you can't see what's going on. Proceed at your own risk. So hey, uh, this is my very first live stream. Are you doing ever- the intro yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Sorry. That's my guest. We'll get to him in about an hour. I'm going to punish him now. My very first live stream, never done this before, trying it out. Um, if you're on the YouTube watching this, there are there is an area if you want to leave comments, I guess we can look at those. I guess. I don't, I'm not really sure how this works. Anyway, I've invited an old friend to join me for this, and I'm going to bring him in right now, Harold Jennett. Oh, me. You're now on. Hello. Harold Skinny. So tell us about Skinny Pete.
1: Skinny Pete. Um, Skinny Pete is my favorite character from Breaking Bad, which I just finally finished watching the whole show, the yeah. whole series. It was very good. And Did now I'm watching the prequel, uh, Better Call Saul. Did you cry during um, the show? Uh, I don't think I ever broke down and cried, but it was um, very well done. There were a couple of really good emotional moments it. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody because there's too many good things in it that are surprises. So if anyone is concerned that the show is like I, ne- I originally didn't watch it because I thought I was going to just glorify like math. And it's like, oh, this is about crooks and how great being a crook is. But it's not it's not that it's it's don't do this because this is what happens. It's a bad idea. Oh. At what point does Malcolm in the Middle show up? <laughs> they actually they, it's funny. I never watched Malcolm in the Middle until after I watched like half of Breaking Bad and watching Malcolm in the Middle was so weird because he's so goofy. um. But after I finished watching Breaking Bad, I didn't realize that they they did a uh, as a joke. They did a, a thing with Bryan Cranston where he wakes up as the guy from Malcolm in the Middle with his wife, and he says, hey, "I had this horrible dream. I was a meth dealer, and I did this and that." It was it was funny. Wow, See they did that on day. the show. No, that was just like their. U- oh. I think that was the Breaking Bad YouTube channel. No, I would. Oh, we got <laughs> okay. on the show. That'd be that would be the perfect ending yeah. to it. Yeah, like that. The Dallas ending was pretty darn good, though. Like, did you watch Lost? Yes. I did. Were you disappointed with the ending of Lost? Yes, I was. Okay, it's not at all like that. It was, it was such the opposite of of Lost. It was really well wrapped up.
2: I was rather disappointed with the entire last season of Lost. Yeah, it was one of those shows that I would, I was always working a second job at the time, and my wife would videotape it on the old VCR, <laughs> and then I'd come home and she'd try not to spoil it. Before wow. I started to watch it, but as the second, as that last season started, she, I remember coming home and she's like, you're, 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 yeah, you're not going <laughs> to like it. And I said, yes, I will. Don't tell me what to like. And I didn't and like didn't. it. She was right. Yeah. She's usually
1: right. Well, I so, keep thinking. That, oh, go ahead.
2: Well, I just wanted to say for people, if anybody's actually watching this, um, I should probably <laughs> kind unseen. of, kind of introduce you. Right. I mean, everybody knows who I am because it's my YouTube channel. Right. They know me. They don't Unless know it's their
1: first time listening.
2: <laughs> That's true. But I talk about you every once in a while on the show. This is, uh, everybody, this is Harold C. Jennet III, artist extraordinaire.
1: Tell us about yourself, Harold. Um, I haven't great. drawn anything in a long time, but um, I, I do draw sometimes when my motivation gets up and then it kind of goes back and forth. But, yes, I'm a I'm a cartoonist and a webcomic person. I play piano sometimes. I'm known to tickle the ivories. Tickle in the ivory. <laughs> have Um, you ever
2: played the song piano man
1: no i have not i feel like that's like a thing that everyone that plays piano has to know how to do but i don't
2: do you do Uh, any billy joel
1: no i like billy joel i just haven't i think it's a a little too complicated (laughs) for me still i play very basic chords and stuff um but yeah i draw i haven't drawn in a while um i haven't drawn very much since i uh i have been unemployed for a while so i'm basically focusing on the job situation um but i do want to i think we talked about this or I just need to get a sketchbook and start drawing just for fun for a little bit and get warmed up and kind of ease back into it. And we have another project we're talking about maybe doing, you and I. Yes. And I have another friend that wants to maybe do a short story with me as well. So, as usual, I'm going to overcommit to things and then quit.
2: You tell him I said no.
1: I will. Okay.
2: I shook my fist.
1: Steven's kind of my agent, too. I'm not allowed to take jobs unless he says I, I can do it.
2: And i get paid nothing to to take jobs away from you
1: just yeah you do it for free no we did um we've done um our web comic together we did um we we have our adventure continues uh we did our short stories and our adventure continues still out there still on the internet i've still paid this i paid for the domain name so we still have it that's crazy it still exists
2: but i point it out every once in a while I, i link to it every now and again
1: i enjoy going back and reading it yeah If we wanted to, we could go and do another, start doing it anytime. Heck yeah.
2: Just jump right on in on it. The technology's there. I had nothing to say. I tried to come up with something witty.
1: Nothing came out. It doesn't always happen.
2: No. It should, because we're live streaming. This is the perfect time for something witty to come out. I'm failing miserably. They can't all
1: all be zingers. No. and you can't you can't edit it i mean you can once this is done you can edit the video if you want to but this isn't like a podcast where you can just keep tweaking it and overthink it's like i think i don't know if if i remember right the way that you like to do your podcast i assume that you're kind of like me with drawing where i'll keep redrawing the same line over and over again because i can because it's digital i feel like if you got like a line wrong you might go back and edit yourself or you do, or you just yeah. do one take and that's it
2: no uh it, it depends there are there are many episodes that i've just one take, um, but there are many episodes that I will, I'll, I'll say something and I'll, I'm like, I could have said that better. So I'll just say it again. Right. Because um, uh, editing makes you sound wonderful, makes me sound witty and quick. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, there have been many times where I'll be recording and I will think I I'll be talking and then I'll just stop and I'll sit there for five minutes saying nothing because I'm trying <laughs> to think of the next thing to say. But there's this really wonderful thing in the audio program okay silence goes in and removes all the silences really reduces it down to like little three second bits and it's just once i discovered that man it made my editing so much easier
1: it does it automatically
2: yeah it's pretty That's slick
1: magic it is these newfangled machines yeah. just i mean just, it's all magic
2: it just knows where the silence is yeah it knows it yep so I mean, I've been
1: um, doing- what have you been doing I've been doing some coding. I've been learning programming. And even, even with doing that, it still feels like magic. Cause like I type the, like even having a little inside baseball about how technology works. It's still, I think it's just magic. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just following this, the, the rule book for the spell of how to like coding is like your spell book and you put in the code and it just works. I have no idea how.
2: That when I was a kid, and we got our first computer it was a uh, an old Commodore 64. And there was this area in the Commodore 64 where if you wanted to change the background, you could change the background color and the border color to the screen. So you could have like a black background with a blue border. And you had to type out all the you. You had to look it up in this book, and you had to type out all this code, and you'd spend like two minutes. Tip tap tap, tippity tap, tip <laughs> tip. and hit enter, and the screen would turn from green to black, and you'd just be like, "Oh my gosh, look what I just did! Yep. I just changed the color on my computer screen, and it was the coolest thing. It was like magic. Yep. And you, now you're just doing it to a a, a much higher level. Yeah, <laughs> much higher level than that.
1: Oh, excuse oh, me. That? That's that's the food that I was making that I canceled but i forgot to turn off my how rude who who lets their phones ring in public places and things where they shouldn't kind of person does that not so me rude. i keep mine on silence yeah. all the time oh we haven't complained have. about rude people in a while
2: no no we haven't um that was a big part of our web comic
1: was complaining mm-hmm. about rude that people. was the that was the root of most public of our Band jokes yep. yep oh i i it still happens all every time I go to the grocery store. There's always that person with the grocery cart that just is right in the middle of the aisle, just in the right place where no one can get around them, and they're oblivious as if there's anyone else yeah. in the world that might want to get around and yep. shop too,
2: standing there and looking you're, you're, around. You're coming down the aisle, and you're you're slowing down because you're expecting at any moment they're going to look up and see you and go, "Oh, I'm sorry," and move out of the way. No, and they nope, no. And so you just stand there, and eventually there. you almost have to go. <clears throat> And then it's like they wake up from their from or do their they? Sometimes they trance.
1: don't. Yeah, they're still looking at that cream corn, and I'm like, I've gotten to the point where I literally move the cart myself. I don't care. I'm like, <laughs> I'm done. Out of <laughs> my way. Done that before. Yeah, and that's when they kind of. Oh, I'm sorry, but they uh, uh, moving my cart. Yeah, if they have a problem with it, that's that's on them at that point. Like you weren't aware enough that I'm within an inch of you, and you haven't gotten out of me or the three people behind me's way, then you're not allowed to get angry when I move your cart for you. I kick their carts over. That's
2: what I do. Good. I just green beans all over the floor.
1: Oh, I missed this the complaining and
2: Actually, I haven't been inside a grocery store in I don't know how long. I've been inside small places like a dollar. we have a Dollar General that's local because it's the closest place. It's only a couple of minutes away, but if I go get groceries, I'm doing like the uh, Walmart, they bring it out to your car thing.
1: Oh, I was going to say I wouldn't I thought you were about to say that you went inside of a Walmart instead of inside of a grocery store. I would always go inside of a grocery store first because Walmart's evil. Well, but no, the curbside's great. I haven't tried it yet, but
2: I love it. There's, there's a couple of things about it that I could do without, you know, it's, you don't get to pick out your own vegetables or your own meats. Yeah. Or the one person
1: uh, does have to come to the window and you still have to deal with the one person, which is one person too many.
2: Yeah. And then there's more. Nope. Doesn't cost any more at all. It's free. Oh, all these charges.
1: Okay, I'll deliver. I mean, they might
2: hide some charges. They might add thirty okay. cents to my green beans. I don't know. I don't know why I keep bringing up green beans, but they uh no. As far as they they tell you it's free,
1: but they can give you the crappiest choice of vegetable that's there, and you have no choice in the matter because someone else picks it yeah. out for you.
2: Somebody else picked it out. Yeah. yeah and then there's you can uh you know when you you put in your your order and you can indicate that if they don't have what you're looking for because even though they tell you on the website it's there. As they're picking it, they might realize, "Oh no, we don't actually have Oreos," and so they can substitute it out for something. But sometimes I will—they will have some; they won't have it at all, and so they can't substitute it out. And it's like the one thing I need mm-hmm. that I'm using for dinner. Yeah, I can't make dinner now because they didn't have the double-stuffed Oreos.
1: That's when you sue them. Yeah, sue everybody. Okay, speaking of double-stuffed Oreos, now, okay, uh, is it me or are they not as Double stuff as they used to be.
2: I don't think they are. No. Have I you tried the stronger. the mega? They have the it's, mega stuffed.
1: But that's what the double stuff was. They're right? ripping us off.
2: So it's like the double stuff. The the, the the regular is just now like just there's just nothing there. It's like a little schmear. Yes. And then you got the double stuff, which used to be the regular. And now you got the mega stuff, which used to be the double stuff. And then every once in a while, they put out <laughs> this kind of Oreo. I can't. I think it's called all the stuff. <laughs> And it's like a six. <laughs> is it just no cookie a, a double stuff times 6 and it's it's actually too
1: much. This it's too much creamy. stuff. I don't know if there's I don't know if that's I had to find it then. I had to see if you're right cuz I don't know if that's a, if that's possible.
2: I I've always thought that that was never possible. You can never have too much stuff, but the all the stuff is too much stuff.
1: I I think I could just eat a bowl of of Oreo cream.
2: <laughs> have you ever had those This is we're
1: really delving into some interesting topics. Yeah, we're really talking and, a lot about it, a lot of comic book stuff
2: you ever had around the house the, the Oreo balls? People take, like, cream cheese and Oreos, and they make them into oh. these. They taste just like Oreos, but they're like these soft balls that are covered in, like, white I, fudge. I might have. Oh, my God. They're so, good? They're, they're so good, I don't even want to know how to make them because I just make them all the time.
1: Now, have you ever had – this is something that we, I, I i was very popular for making at, at work get-togethers uh, – it's basically you take an Oreo and then you take chocolate chip cookie dough and you wrap that chocolate chip cookie dough around the Oreo or no, 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 you don't even need to do that. You just put it, you blob, you put like a blob of cookie dough on top of the chocolate uh, on top of the Oreo and then you cook it and it just melts over it. And you basically have a double layer of Oreo with chocolate chip cookie around it. It's yes. The look on That's your bad. face is it's amazing. It will change your life. You will start a religion on it. <laughs> I'm ready for a life changing event. That's what you need. Just make one of those. Make a whole pan and just sit down and eat them, and you'll probably die from it, but you'll die happy and you'll go to Oreo Heaven. Ooh, Oreo Heaven. Anyway. <laughs> I'm trying to picture Oreo Heaven. They'd probably get old after a while. You'd probably get yeah. sick of the Oreos, and then it turns into Oreo Hell. It's kind of like all
2: all the stuff Oreos. It's just, just too much.
1: I had to find those.
2: They're, they're Is that what it's literally called? I think it's called All the Stuff. I'm pretty right. sure. And it's it's a, it was a limited time thing that they just do every once in a while.
1: All right, I'm doing like that. Like they had an accident.
2: You... At the freaking factory or something.
1: Uh, you think that's how it started? <laughs> just, I think that's how that stuff started. They had a vat of the stuff full. Of, that's probably how they made that um that Kentucky Fried Chicken sandwich, where it was like the the chicken sandwich was on the outside. Yeah, yeah, that's how they, that was a mistake. Yeah, probably all those deli- like the Taco Bell Dorito shell. They probably just accidentally dumped Dorito fixings on the shell.
2: Said Bob, I uh, kind of messed up on the Oreo line here, and I ended up putting too much stuff in the Oreo. <laughs> and, and, I and said, then he "Well, got- heck, what are we going? <laughs> How much did you do? Heck, I don't know, six million boxes. Well, let's just sell them. We'll call them all the stuff." <laughs> and then they high-fived sounds- each other.
1: We <laughs> need to make a skit of that.
2: I think that's what happened. I
1: think that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Quick, get marketing. <laughs> <laughs> throw together a package let's mock up a package you take double stuff, and stuff replace double with all the done <sighs> except i don't imagine it being some southern guy imagine it being this really annoying new yorker like i don't know i'm trying to think of like a sleazy business guy accent there's not really an accent for that though maybe he talks like this no that's not a taxi driver he wouldn't talk hey, like that
2: it's, it's all the stuff yeah i can't do it yeah. you put too much of the stuff on my oreo
1: that sounds like a deli owner. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, <laughs> what have you I'm been reading? Tell um, me what you've been reading. Uh, what I'm currently reading right now. Cause you're, you're like me. You don't rush out. You
2: don't go to the store every week and no. buy a bunch of new stuff. We're, we're the guys who are, who are using the hoopla. And, uh, I don't, do you still do comiXology unlimited?
1: All the stuff. Oreos. Sorry. Oh, okay. I found it. Anyway, I got to put my yeah. phone away. Does it, um, it looks
2: amazing, though, doesn't it? it it's, it's just the, the cream.
1: Stuff? Yeah. Yes, it looks amazing. Now I want to try to find it. Um, I haven't done any of the, the all-you-can-eat um, comic book things. I've done DC before. I've done the Marvel version before. And I've done the comiXology version before. And it's great. But then I get to that point where I'm like, I get like a deer in headlights. I'm like, I don't know what to read. There's too many options. And I'll figure something out. But I just have such a backlog of comics I've actually bought digitally because there'll be a ridiculous sale and I, of course i have to have that so i have over like 300 trade paperbacks like digitally that i've bought over the last i don't know five years so i just i put everything all the the subscriptions on hold and i'm just trying to slowly go through my backlog and what doesn't help is i have hoopla digital so on top of that i usually wa- i read those first um so yeah i'm not really making a huge dent but no i i haven't i haven't collected monthlies As they come out, gosh, for over probably 15 years, 20 years, because it just got to be too expensive and it just doesn't make any sense. And I can't I just can't keep up with everything.
2: Well, and it's if you've been out for a while, it's especially with the big two, it's it's really hard to decide where you jump back in because, I mean, so much has happened. Just look at freaking D.C. with their new 52 and then their rebirth and Marvel. I tried to read um, I've tried to read some of their new stuff and I just. I just like don't what's know going what's going
0: on. on.
1: Yeah. 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 And I, I, that's why they can't like, I, I just can't see them getting new readers anymore. Cause like, s- at least I have some history of it, but someone just came, they want to get someone that's never read comics to get into comics. It's just really hard. But you know, what's scary, it's scary how much I still have kept up, like just reading newsorama and watching yeah. the news. Like I know almost everything that's going on still. Yeah. No, so, no, I'm reading older stuff. The thing that, Every time Comicsology has a sale on, um, something called Marvel Epic Collections, um, I usually will get as many as I can afford to get that month. Like, I'm, I've been going through the Avengers stuff from very beginning, and I'll get a couple of, of these collections every time there's a sale. Basically, Epic Collections are, like, 500-page volumes, like, just a ton of stuff. Like, they'll do something either for Marvel, like, from the beginning, and they'll do Epic Collections like that, or they'll just take a specific storyline and just make one big, huge collection, like, um... Like, Executioner's Song from X-Men. They put all that together in one volume. Uh, But I love those things, because, like, I can just read it, and the whole story is right there.
2: Yeah, they're pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. So, I love those. Um, I've been reading... Oh, gosh. I should look at the... What have I been reading? I've been reading Savage She-Hulk, but that's on Hoopla. But that's, like, a masterpiece collection. So, I'm reading the original, original She-Hulk, which is pretty cheesy, but it's still fun. Um, Like, she jennifer walters originally um was much more like bruce banner where she gets angry and she turns into the hulk it wasn't like she's just always this fun lawyer she hulk that's like yeah. it was a lot more like um uh like the original hulk there's even an interesting story uh there was a preface to the master work where the, the author talked about how it happened um stanley kind of made fun of how at the time how dc was doing all these spin-off characters like you know Supergirl or Batgirl, and he was like i'm not going to do that but then the hulk tv show was totally taking off and doing so well. And at the same time, they had the, uh, the bionic man TV show. And then they had the bionic woman, the bionic woman did really well. So Marvel was scared. The same thing was going to happen with the Hulk TV show that they were going to come out with the she Hulk TV show. So they decided they needed to get ahead of it and come out with a comic book first. Uh, and that's how the she Hulk comic happened was because the, the Hulk TV show was doing so well, which was interesting.
2: It's strange to think about that. Cause you and I kind of grew up with the, uh, I don't want to say the John Byrne era uh, She-Hulk, but that's kind of what I think about. Pretty much. When when she came back from uh, Secret Wars and became a member of the Fantastic Four, that's pretty much, that's the She-Hulk I grew up with. Yep. and well, so She remember. was always She-Hulk. Yep. Um, and she was, she kept her personality. She kept her brain. She kept her thoughts. And it's yep. weird to think that she was a, uh, like the Hulk. She just transformed when she got angry.
1: I mean, she wasn't like she Hulk smash she talked pretty normal in fact it was funny one of the issues um iron man meets her for the first time and they get in a fight and as they always do usually they you fight and then you talk um but he had never met her before he'd never even known she was a thing so as soon as she saw as iron man saw she Hulk, he just assumed she was like the hulk so he was talking to her like she was an idiot he's like i'll <laughs> use small me no fight you like he was talking like that and then she uses this very complicated sentence talking back to him and he was just like oh you can talk, so that's when they stopped and just talked everything out, and the fight stopped. But it was it was kind of funny.
2: Well, that's that's kind of how it is in the real world. I go to Walmart and I'll run into a guy, and I'll just start fighting him. I'll just yeah, be like, yeah. "Why are you in Walmart?" And then we'll just start throwing punches. And after yep. a couple of shelves go down, and then suddenly we're the best of friends.
1: Yeah, that's how we it did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mister
2: Cuffs first,
1: friendly. I had to drive down to where you live to to fight you. Yeah. But we did, yeah. We did have the, the original. It was pretty bad. A couple of buildings went down. <clears throat> well, I
2: insisted you come here because I do better in the central time zone.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: You know, I get into another time zone, I, the,
1: my powers go down. Yeah, but every couple of year, we still we still have that <clears throat> that fight. Because um, that's usually what happens. Yeah, we have the crossover. That we have the misunderstanding. Yep. And then we realize the whole time that it was it was the bad guy.
2: It's amazing how they just can't trust each other. These good guys just suddenly they're like, Thor, you're my best friend. Cap and Thor will be like best buddies. And then some bad guy will come in and start to manipulate Thor just a little bit. And Cap's like, oh, my gosh, you've completely changed your personality. Um, I'm just going to start fighting you instead of questioning why you're a completely different person. Yeah. Or maybe I decide that you need to.
1: They
2: Hmm? do that on TV shows all the time, too. Yeah. Yeah. So you told me you have read Deceased.
1: I have. That was really good.
2: The the folks who who listen to my show know that I am just madly in love with Tom Taylor.
1: He, I can't. I haven't read anything. I I don't think I've ever read anything he's done. I don't like.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I with him, I started. I had a a friend who kept urging me to read his Injustice book, mm-hmm. and I
1: didn't want to because it was. Wasn't that me? No, that was a coworker. That was one yeah. of your coworkers.
2: Yeah, and I, I it was a video game. Why would I want to read a comic book based on a video game? That's yep. stupid. Yep. And of course, once I read it, I fell in love with it
1: it Um, had no right to be as good as it was right yeah
2: i'm still reading it i'm like on year five i've been reading it through hoopla yeah and it's not tom taylor anymore some other dude took it over after like year four or something it's it's the guy that
1: uh, i'm not gonna remember there's this artist that does a very good watercolory feel and he always co-writes with a different artist or a guy that's yeah i know who you mean it's not horrible it's not
2: but it's it's funny because there was one volume i don't remember if it was year three
1: or year
2: four where um, they're both credited as mm-hmm. writers. Brian Buccoletto.
1: Thank you. You looked it up. Okay.
2: Um, <clears throat> they're both credited as writers. And you can, te- because at one point, Tom Taylor stops and Brian Buccoletto starts. Yep. And the, the, the issue when when the one stopped and the other started, I could tell right away. Also, I, to,
1: that, to that point, you could tell. But then I read this annual um, with Plastic Man. And I was like, this is really good again. And I looked at the credits and he did, a, he came back to do the annual and it's so night and day. And it, again, it's not like the other guy's like a horrible writer. That's just how good oh. Tom Taylor is.
2: Yeah. The the problem though is, um, because I'm reading, so I read Deceased and then I read Deceased on Killables, which was amazing.
1: That was even better. I thought that's one of yeah. my favorite comics ever.
2: And they have a third one out now, um, They've actually got two different series going on. There's he's doing a uh, uh, a digital first deceased, mm-hmm. I think it's called Hope at World's End, and then there's the third main series called Deceased Ted
1: um, Planet. Oh, I didn't know there's another one.
2: Yeah, so okay, I'm not going to spoil anything
1: for you, but uh, is he writing both? Yes. Okay.
2: Um, Hope at World's End, like I said, it's a digital first, and so I get them in, on like Comicology Unlimited for like 84 cents an issue. Um, okay. But it's set during kind of during the main series. It just gives you a bit more information. But when I'm reading all of those at the same time that I'm reading Injustice, Mm -hmm. there's just something about those two series because he he tends to focus on the same characters in both series. Yeah, yeah. They kind of meld a little bit. And that's kind of weird because at some point all justice wondering where all the zombies
1: and they're not. You're starting to break up a lot. Sorry to cut you off. Like I can't hear you anymore, and you're complete. You're actually you've frozen now. You're a pixelated frozen picture of your face. Well, crap. Sorry. Is someone downloading a lot of a lot of illegal Apple Music at your house? No. I know that's a thing. You
2: know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Because people still download you, illegal music.
2: I am on. a... we only have wire. We have wireless. I'm not hooked directly into the modem, so oh, we get these hiccups every once in a while. Hopefully, to start
1: screaming at everyone and turn off all the internet. Turn off all your stuff.
2: We did finally upgrade our internet, though, which is the only reason I'm doing this, because okay. our, our internet was horrible. I'm not going to name any names. How was it? It was horrible.
1: Okay. I just want to hear you say it like that again.
2: Horrible. I'm not going to name no, any I didn't names, because then AT&T would get mad at me for saying bad things about them, so I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> Good. You <I> didn't. <laughs> but they, they were, I for years, I thought they were the, the, the biggest in town. They were the best that we could get. And they only offered us 18 megabytes per second download. And we found someplace else that gives me 150.
1: Nice. So, yeah. I feel like Wi-Fi has turned into what we used to have when, like, someone was on the other line when you're on the phone. Like, who's on the phone? I need to use it. Like, now it's who's on the Wi-Fi? Or if you only have one Netflix line. Like, if you're super cheap like us and you don't, and you do, like, the $15 one where only one person can be watching it. Like, last night, my daughter, we wanted to watch The Crown and my daughter was on Netflix. We're like, Holly, it's our turn so that's
2: that's when you say i pay for this
1: yeah well she doesn't argue she's usually good about it okay so but she so, doesn't watch shows that are as cool as ours so she loses the right to watch anything well what was she watching some reality show about people that marry people that like they don't know and they're they have like an, an arranged marriage and then they yeah. follow them around and see how the marriage goes yeah she no. likes it um i have nothing to say about it okay i couldn't tell if you froze or if you were just like no but you're you're freezing again yeah, that figures. I'll
2: stop pointing it out. I, it
1: probably makes yeah. it worse.
2: No. No, you should point it out every time. So then I know. Because then I can start feeling really weird and awkward. Good. That's good. Because I just, I just assume now I'm just freezing all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Sometimes I'll just go like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
2: You'll be like, oh, you froze. And I'll, ha ha. So gotcha. let's, let, let's talk about streaming real quick. Are you caught up on um The Mandalorian?
1: I was just going to bring up Mandalorian. Yes, I'm caught up and... I have a very unpopular opinion that I do not think this season's as good as last season. I
2: will wrestle you to
1: the ground. I don't think it's as good, but I also <laughs> every night I've watched it, I've been incredibly <clears throat> tired, and I'm a, I'm amazed how much that can affect my feelings on on shows. Yeah. I just feel like things are a little bit slower paced, and the acting's a little stilted. I just feel like there's this awkwardly long pause between lines, like people aren't sure what they're supposed to say next, and that might just be being being. My son thinks it's fine. Like everyone else is enjoying it. Brad Milo. Um, made a very funny face, and he made this this meme of someone just kind of, huh? When I yeah. mentioned on Facebook, I didn't like it Facebook, as much. Yeah. So, yeah, no one agreed with me at all. So that's fair.
2: Well, um, you should probably, I mean, keep watching it as it comes out, and then just rewatch it once the whole. Yeah, but I didn't done. have to do
1: that last season, and I loved it. Yeah, I'm not stupid. I know whether I like it the first time.
2: No, you're supposed to like it. I'm <sighs> I'm gonna indoctrinate you into be the,
1: one of those people you have to watch it three times before you no. get everything <laughs> no those are the same people it.
2: that used to tell me all the time they'd offer me beer and i'd say i don't i don't like beer and they'd say well you got to drink
1: the beer you've got you'll get used to it but why would right. i want to get used to something i'm going to punch you in the face you're not going to like it at first i'm going <laughs> to punch you in the face <laughs> and you'll get used to, you'll start enjoying it you'll enjoy that's it that's called a while. abuse You'll, you'll wake up in the
2: morning and wonder why you're not being punched in the face and you'll be really sad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's that thing called when you get kidnapped and you start falling in love with your kidnappers? Oh, that's the uh, Stockholm Syndrome. When, yeah, it sounds like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mandalorian. Um, no, you know what? The moment with the spiders was really good. Like when Yoda started eating those e- those spiders and those eggs, I'm like, oh no, yeah. I know what's happening next. Yep. And I started I getting frustrated. This, I thought this last one was
2: really good. Yeah. Um, What was i going to say i think it was the one with was the one with the spiders when uh it starts out where he comes back to the the bar and the woman is there and she's playing cards with that giant ant i thought that part was fairly ridiculous because he comes back and he's like okay i'm back and she's like oh did you find any mandalorians no she goes well i just happened to be playing cards with a guy who can give me information on Mandalorians. Isn't that, isn't that just uh, they amazing? They got to keep comments? the
1: episode moving along. Yeah, that yeah. was, yeah.
2: But I've, I've really been enjoying it. Um, but I don't know if I'm enjoying it be- just because of what it is. I am afraid that if I go back and watch him, that I may not am- enjoy him as much. But I actually have, except for this last episode, I have watched each one twice. I watch it once in the morning and then once again in the evening.
1: Yeah. I don't I know. know why. But, but Cause I, you're dumb. Well, you don't maybe. get it the first time. Why is the guy with the helmet shock me can fly? Oh, that's right. He had the jet pack. He's got but, one of them, he's got one of them rocket packs on his back and then we can fly. That little yoke. green guy is eating them eggs. And I well, wish we stop because I feel God, a lot of people got angry about baby Yoda eating those eggs like, like angry, angry, not like, oh, that's a no, that's that's horrible. He's doing it Like, like I might cancel watching the show. <laughs>
2: How dare you make such an adorable creature a murderer?
1: Yeah, it was a joke. It was supposed to be fun. Like, oh, he's becoming a villain. Like, no, he's not. It's just
2: apparently these people have never eaten eggs themselves. I don't know. It's the, it's a frog lady. I don't think she really exists.
1: <laughs> no, it's all real. What do you stop? And, well,
2: you you want to you? I'm weird. I didn't realize that the first series that Baby Yoda was a puppet. I thought he was just CGI the entire time. Oh, wait, are you serious? I didn't realize. Yeah, he's a puppet.
1: No, I oh, mean, are you serious? Yeah. You oh, really yeah, I'm serious. That? I had
2: no clue. I had no clue. I started watching the behind the scenes stuff and I went, holy crap, that's a puppet, man. That's crazy. Blew my mind. It's okay. You can. I know you think I'm stupid. It's okay. It's all right.
1: You can see it in my face? <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, I'm thinking it. I'm thinking it. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: oh, Might as well have a little light up marquees on your forehead, a moron.
1: Yep. All right, you frozen again. I don't know if you're still yeah. talking or not, but.
2: I'm not talking. No I'm not what talking. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking diet Mountain Dew.
1: Okay. It fuels my soul. I'm on a diet. I'm use. I'm using something called Noom. N o o m. And um, I'm drinking diet soda as well. And the only thing that was at the store was diet Coke, which I think is disgusting. But it's all I had. Yeah. It sounds good. Di- diet Mountain Dew is close. Is much closer to the original thing for me. Anyway.
2: Well, it, plus uh, my kids don't like to drink it.
1: So. Yeah. Well, more for you that's right i just uh, want i want winter soldier i want a uh, falcon and winter soldier to come out i can't i want that to be the next thing and it's not it's taking too long you
2: no know, i think is one division's next right that is next. it's coming out before them before that one um which i'm i'm looking forward to i suppose um i'm not i'm not sure what to think of that show yeah i'm not as pumped on that as i am about falcon and winter soldier yeah. Um, especially since that's going to have U.S. agent. Exactly. That's be- exactly why. Because we both, I think... We were there, big- man. Yeah. We were there when Cap I hung saw up it. the shield. And yep. it's like, what? There's a new Cap.
1: What? I was so happy when they came out with the collection for all... That was one of the epic... They have an epic collection that specifically yeah. covers the entire... Story of that. That was such a good series.
2: Yeah. See, I will get to that eventually uh, through Marvel Unlimited. I think I'm in 1983 right now, <laughs> reading stuff through Marvel Unlimited. I no, maybe I've actually made it to 1984, which is actually before I started reading comics the first time. I don't know why I chose that. Um, I think mainly because of stuff like the John Burns Fantastic Four started, I think, in '82, mm-hmm. and. I wasn't reading comics when his Fantastic 4 started but I went back and read those at some point. So
1: so what you should do is is I'm going to give you podcast advice is that you should just literally read every page panel by panel of every book of every month of every year and that won't bore anyone. That's what you should do. Like don't do an intro to start reading every comic and then that's that's there was a guy that did a Starman podcast like that. Yeah. It it, it wasn't was or I, he, and then he described what was happening through no words.
2: I have tried to, I, I've tried, I've toyed with that. I've tried that as a joke over on the, my Patreon podcast, my other it podcast. Work. No, I, I learned that uh, I did that this week um, because I had <clears throat> there uh, uh, a couple of months back. I had run, I I was getting ready to record an episode of my other podcast, and I had no idea what I was going to do. And I thought, well, I got this Marvel Unlimited app. I'll just hit the the little random button on it pull up a random comic and I will a just random button now yeah and I'll just read it real quick and then talk about it on the show regardless of what it is and it it didn't go great so I thought <laughs> I'll do it again and that second time I did it I I came across the, a Thor book from the nineties. And so I started going through it on the show and halfway through it, I actually started doing like a dramatic reading of it. And I, th- I thought it came out pretty funny so that I tried it again one last time this past Friday and I picked out an Avengers book from the 90s, which had a really weird cast. It was like Hercules and Crystal. And it's the one where they had those jackets on. I think so. No, they didn't wear the jackets in the issue because they were all camping which was really weird. <laughs> okay. um, it was a really weird issue, issue three ninety. And uh, listening back to it, I did that. The whole thing is a dramatic reading, and it didn't turn out good at all.
1: It was horrible. Maybe you should do more of like a short synopsis of just like flipping through it, like random comic of the day. It's oh, it's this, yeah, and then just like go through it over like in five minutes. Or something. I like the idea of a random comic out of nowhere, or maybe like you just pick it before you do the podcast and just talk about it. I don't know.
2: That was kind of the original idea. Is I would just pick it, start recording, and start reading as I'm recording, and then just comment on what I'm reading on. And it would take like half hour to do the show, but once I edit it down, it would only be about 15 minutes. Yeah. But
1: it hasn't worked out that way. Yeah. My- have you ever have you ever read an old comic that like that you remember loving it, and then you you're like, oh, it's on sale. I'm gonna read this old comic I loved, and then you read it, you're like this. This is not aged well. Like this is not how I remember it yeah i like, got sad when i do that because i just you feel bad when things just aren't as, as fun as they used to be
2: alpha flight was that way for me yeah i was that was like one of the first books i bought through comiXology sale the classic alpha flight trades and uh was really excited to read those because i just i remember loving them as a kid and they weren't they were all right
1: then you're like they was i just weird. a stupid kid or am i just a lot smarter now um both yeah I still have those trades. I think you it was because of you that I got them, because you were talking it up. And so I still have those sitting on my digital shelf.
2: I haven't finished them. I mean, they have their moments. I mean, it's John Byrne.
1: Yeah. He's I'm not the best
2: writer Byrne, in the world. Man. He's hes not. He can be. He has his moments.
1: Yeah. Um, I think he has interesting ideas. Just his dialogue is not always... The absolute best. He has that habit. He does that thing where, like, he'll have Captain America flipping in the air and have like a dialogue balloon like almost as big as that panel. Yeah. It's like, there's no way he's saying all that in that one. Anyway, that's overthinking it probably. But I, I love, mean, like, I I loved some of his writing, but there's other stuff he did that's just eh, the artwork's beautiful. But that's what I love
2: about some of those old comics. How you'll have the villain and the and the hero just in this knockdown, dragout fight, but at the same time. They're having a very in-depth conversation with yeah. each other. And yeah. it's just amazing. It's like that must be part of their superpowers to be able to to punch each other in the face, take that pain, eye through buildings, and still carry on a very extensive
1: back yeah, and forth conversation. They have to be talking as fast as a micro machine man to yeah. fit all that in. Yeah. It's good stuff. I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna make sure we get a lot of that if 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 our project goes forward. I'm gonna do a lot of that.
1: Oh please. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks.
2: Probably not, but Please do that. I, there's there's nothing more I love when we're working together than to provide you with a script that is like uh, three panels long and the dialogue is like five pages. Long.
1: And I'll be like, "There's no way this is all going to fit." Can I please do? <laughs>
2: Just use tiny font. Just make it really tiny.
1: Yeah, I used to think that would work. No, it doesn't work. Yeah.
2: Well, and it's 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 kind of fun because when I <clears throat> started working, you know, that little draft I sent you the the idea for talking about doing um you know i had written out a prose version of that that was probably i don't know 20 30 40 thousand words yeah which is almost depending on the size of a book it could be considered half of a book or maybe a full you know actual prose book right and then when i started i thought all right this will be easy to convert this into a comic book script. It, you know it's all it's it's right there but i started looking at the stuff that i had written and there were certain things that you feel like you should get to in a first issue mm-hmm. that yeah. don't happen right away. And you, you, the, the differences between a prose book and a comic book, you can you can drag it out a little bit more yep. in a prose book. But there are certain things that it, it's like I feel like you have to see certain things happen by the time that first issue ends. Yeah. And so when it was they really actually, start hitting each other. Yeah. Once, once I started thinking about it like that, and that's, I had told you that day, I said, I, I got a little inspired and I started doing a lot of writing and that's, it kind of hit me as how to move the elements around and do kind of a, uh, start, start at the beginning, go to the middle, come back, you know, and how comic books will kind of shift back and forth in the timeline. So certain things can happen right away and then they can kind of explain it a bit later. Wow. Oh, boring. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you going to wrap this up. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to hold on. I got to make a little X on my checklist. I wanted to make sure I bored you to death.
1: Okay. at well, some point this death, made yet. Harold yawn. No, it's cuz I stayed up too late last night.
2: Oh, I did too. I did too. Oh, speaking of which, have you seen the De- the Deadpool movies? I have not. I uh I hadn't for the longest time. Um I even had some friends who loaned me the DVDs, but of course they tell me you can't watch this with the kids in the room. No. And I live in a small house. I don't have a room I can go to and watch stuff without the the kids are in the room all the time. That's just mm-hmm. the way our house is. And so I've just I've just never watched it. And you know, people find out, you know, oh my gosh, you haven't watched Deadpool? What's wrong with you? That's like yeah. the best movie ever. It's the coolest. Well, they put it up on Hoopla recently, both of them. And Friday night, yeah. Oh, they're both on Hulu. Watching. Okay. Friday night, I stayed up late to watch the first one, and it's good. It has its moments, but it was not as great. I'm probably people are probably going to kick my butt for saying this, but I didn't think it was as great as everybody has made it
1: out to be. I wonder if part of it's because is it could it be that people that haven't read the comics saw the movie and they just weren't expecting it to be that funny? Although there's been funny I mean, comic book movies, I don't know. Yeah.
2: I, I thought, I mean, I
1: haven't read a lot of the Deadpool comics either,
2: to, to be honest with you, and I thought the funny moments were funny. I thought it had some really great moments in it, but there's always been a part of me that you get a, again, tick, Twice. hit me on again. Um, there's always been a part of me that uh, I, I have a hard time rooting for characters, rooting for the hero that's not really a great guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's, that's yep. kind of who he is, and so... And then there there's a part of me that watches something like that and I think about all the people that have told me how, how great the movie is and Daredevil is so cool and all this stuff and he's not a, he's not a good granted he he uh I guess he's well he's not even doing what he's doing for good reasons. So it just makes me it makes me a little bit sad when I think about the the state of the world that they're, they're latching onto a hero like like yeah. cool and I think that's Venom. why I struggled
1: with Breaking Bad cuz I thought he was going to be this complete anti-hero thing. Yeah yeah
2: and I got you know it's like if if you want to think Deadpool is a is a great character, I get it because it was it was funny there were some really fun moments in it um that had me cracking up but I think in general i would i'm just i would rather root for a Superman or a captain America yeah and that was that was kind of the point of the movie though is they they did make a lot of point being a superhero and what makes a superhero and Deadpool is definitely not a superhero and yeah they're not trying to disguise it they're not trying to tell you that this is the the new modern superhero but I guess I just didn't enjoy it as much as everybody built it up to. I'm still going to watch the second one.
1: But. It still it stinks when there's a movie that that's that hyped up and when you finally see it you're like, "Huh?" Like I almost wonder if like your expectations get too high because it's just so yes. heavily lauded by everybody.
2: Yes, that's how I felt with Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know if you've ever seen that.
1: See, my expectations were incredibly low, and I thought I was going to hate it, so I think maybe that's why I ended up liking it. But then when I saw Nacho Libre, it was the opposite, and I expected it to be amazing, and I think my expectations were too high, and then I didn't like that as much. Although, Nacho Libre is one of the few movies where the second time I watched it, I actually liked it a lot more, and now I quote it all the time, and now I have a Nacho Libre Funko Pop, so nice. I, I love
2: it I need to watch that again. I've I've seen it. I don't remember how I felt about it the first time I watched it. To be honest, every with you. time I watch it I like it more. If usually if I can't remember whether or not I like the movie the first time, it's usually a good reason to go ahead and give
1: it a give it another watch. Or it means you really didn't like it.
2: <laughs> yeah. But um, Napoleon Dynamite was one of those that it it was for uh, it was probably a good year and a half after the movie came out before I saw it. Yeah. So everybody who had seen it just talked about how it was this Breath of fresh air and comedy, and, and they've never made a movie like that before, and nothing has ever been as funny like that before. And so, I went into it thinking it was going to be this life changing <laughs> movie, and it wasn't. Yeah. Awkward pause. Yeah.
1: That's Which usually means we over. should probably be wrapping it up here pretty soon. Usually. Yeah. Do we cover everything? I read Secret Empire, and that's that's pretty good. Is that the uh, bad um, Captain America? Captain, Captain America's comes- a Hydra agent. Yeah. It's all right, it's pretty good.
2: Nick Spencer was one of those guys that I remember. Um, I can't remember any of the stuff he wrote before he came to Marvel. Yeah. But it seems like he was one of those guys that did a bunch of indie books that were really good. Yep. Um, and then he came to Marvel and he did like the Hydra cap and people just hated him. I feel like I I started to read he's he uh he was the guy that was doing Amazing Spider Man with uh
1: Ryan Otley, right? He has a very yeah, he, he has a very well loved I think it's a well loved Spider-Man run. I really liked his um his Seven Deadly Foes of Spider-Man. I thought that was hilarious. Uh that was really funny. That was when that's when um Dr. Octopus became Spider-Man. Mm. Um and that's a really funny book if you ever get a chance to read it or get it. Um but I think besides that they did like a prequel series for Secret Empire I think it was on Comicsology Unlimited. That's why I read it. It was that was actually better. I feel like than the actual Secret Empire series. Um, it just it, it stinks when you have a writer that you like and they kind of like kind of whiff whiff the ball with the ball, whiffle ball. They whiff it or whatever yeah. the term is. Like I love Jason Aaron. I feel like I haven't read anything bad by him yet until I read his current Avengers book, mm-hmm. and I just think it's eh, it's okay, but it's nothing like his other stuff.
2: Ghost Rider and yep, where they're living in the Sentinel yeah yeah I read uh I read the first trade that was one of those that I just okay since when is the she-Hulk like this and I just I don't know that's
1: actually one of the more interesting parts of it for me but otherwise it's like he I I don't know I loved his Wolverine and the x-men um but this is just I mean it's not horrible it's just eh I think it's because he's such a good writer normally like that like when he's not hitting it out of the park I feel let down like oh this is just an average. This is only good. It's not amazing. yeah so I'm let down oh.
2: anyway. for, for me, it felt like it was, you know, because I've been reading some some so many of the the older books that you know you read some of the old Avengers titles and they do spend a lot of time with the just the team dynamic, just them hanging out mm-hmm. and uh, because the stories kind of intertwine um, and it's more soap opera. I read yeah. this this his Avengers and it's just like, Oh my gosh, they're just always doing something. Yeah. They're just always yeah. moving forward and always fighting and there's always something going on. And it's like, it's like he's chill trying to make it second. too amazing. Right. Yeah. They were just trying like balls to the wall from the very beginning and nonstop stop
1: action. The best issue I read was when they're all hanging out in a jacuzzi. Like it was just a really good team moment. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's I miss that kind of stuff. Yeah. Speak. speak one, one quick thing I got to throw in quick. I'm reading one of the older, older uh, Avengers books. I think it was the Korvac saga or something, but it was one of the older ones. And there's this one scene where this guy from, I forget, it was a made-up country, but he comes to the Avengers mansion and Black Panther enters the door. And he says, I hope you don't mind if I don't shake your hand, but I find black people distasteful. <laughs> Who said that? Some guy that's Is like some the, guy- um, he, he's like the, uh, He's the, he's the ambassador for this other country. Obviously, he's supposed to be racist. Yeah. And he's supposed to be a bad guy. But just the way he's oh. like, jeez. And Black Panther didn't kill him. He was just yeah. like, all right. Well, well, And they still helped him after that. Like, well, it's still the Avengers job to help anyone that's in need. I'm like, can't you at least punch him once? It's as, like, I guess I'll take the high road. Yeah, he, tol- he totally did. Although the guy ended up being uh, um, Claw in disguise. Oh jeez! But anyway, I was like, "Bad." Black Panther took the high road for sure. I'm surprised the Avengers. Anyway, it's crazy. Yeah,
2: that's crazy. All right. Well, uh, I guess we can wrap this up. Yes. Do you want uh, to? Do you want to tell folks where they can find you? I mean, like your physical address. I don't address really have. I'm thing. not really working Into on
1: your it. house and <laughs> <Social> <laughs> security number, mother's maiden name. No problem. I'm not really doing anything right now maybe later uh, when I start being more creative again I it's can tough. Like, we, we have our if you want to go read one of our old web comics it's ouradventurecontinues.com Yeah and there's there's plenty of strips up there to keep people yep. busy for a few days
2: Yep um but it's it's hard being creative right now it just it yeah. just really is it's just such a you know it's I don't know if for me it's because of everything that's going on in the world or if it's just because um, my routine has changed so much this year that it's just been really hard for me to, to be creative. So I get it.
1: Yeah. I think for me, I just need to learn to enjoy it again. My biggest problem, I and I always fall into this. A couple months ago, I had a, almost a good straight month of drawing every day. But my problem is, is I tend to overthink it. I start being too much of a perfectionist. But the biggest problem is when I go on Facebook or Reddit, and I start posting it. Because it, it becomes more about me seeing what people thought of it yeah. than the actual act of enjoying it so i think yep. i'm going to go out and get a sketchbook and i'm going to make a point that i'm not going to show it to anyone for like yep. one month just draw something for fun draw as much as i want to or as little as i want to as long as i draw something every day yeah i mean maybe later i'll post it but like it's just that's my biggest my biggest downfall is i start caring too much about uh responses and being perfectionist instead of just making it fun
2: and then you see stuff out there that other people have posted that you know is not as good as yours but everybody yeah, we- it <laughs> No, I I just drives you, you crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made a, I made a tweet the other day that, that was kind of a Debbie Downer type tweet that I, I did it as a joke, but I think I was watching a, uh, Scotty Young video, his latest one, and he's talking about how to quote unquote break into comics. And he makes this comment where he's like, you know, just, if if you just want to make comics, then just go out there and make comics. He's like, we're at a, a a time in our life where you can just make something and put it out on the internet and it's there for people to see. And he goes, so my advice would be just create and just put the stuff out there. And if it's good, people are going to see it. He's like, the cream always, always rises connects. to the crop.
0: They're the always. top,
2: I said it wrong. Yeah, cream always rises to the top. And so I put out a tweet and I said, uh, every time I hear uh, a creator who is popular, who has a lot of people that follow them, talk about, Something like they always say that. If it's good, people will see it. The cream always rises to the top. And then I said, So at which point do I have do I have start telling myself that my stuff just isn't any good? Because well, my not stuff's not rising to the top.
1: That's not No, the I don't case. think it's the case either. I don't and what's hard is it's not like it's not like you're not one of those people that you're really talented, but you only like you do like one short story, put it out there like, eh, no one read it. I quit. Like you've been doing this. For a long time. Like you're much more motive like you're more consistent much more than I am. I'm more the latter. Like I'm more like, I'll do like a short story. I'm like, I don't want to draw anymore. But you've been doing this consistently. That you've been doing the the writing and you've been doing the podcasting. And I'm not just saying this because I'm your friend. I'm saying this cause it's good. Like all your stuff is very good. And sometimes that just it sucks. It just happens. Like you can keep working on something and it just you just don't get that audience. Like, I still feel like well, I, that you can and, and you will. It's just taking much longer than some people's success yeah. stories.
2: Bring into a her. Hmm? There's just so much other stuff out there. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of stuff. You
2: out know, there. and I know that I, when it comes to my podcast, I know that I say it all the time. It's like, first all, already in a small, which is there's so many comic book podcasts out there. And then I'm a single host, which not that many people get into. So yeah. I kind of. Pigeonholed myself is that
1: is that a phrase that a but phrase I'm not pigeonhole? a fan of single single host podcasts But yours is still enjoyable most 99% of the time if it's single host It's just it's just it doesn't have that that energy to it that when you have people going back and forth in my opinion
2: Yeah, no, I agree, but I'm like six people I guess.
1: Yeah, well you do six different voices So you basically are
2: this is really the reason I brought you on is so you'd say nice things about me.
1: Yep, Yep. So I'm
2: going to put that, I'm going to mark that off on of my checklist too. Tick. Okay. What else is on the checklist I haven't like. <laughs> no, that was it. Make you yawn, say nice things about me. That was it. Um,
1: And complain about rude people.
2: Well, that's just a given. That's yeah. just what we do.
1: Oh, okay. One more. Th- no, see, you're going to be one of the people that does this, but like, I, I don't know if it's because of COVID or if it's just, or if it's actually got, or if it's just always been like this and I just notice it more, but I feel like there's so many people with like purposely no muffler on their car driving by lately, or they Make it so the car makes this noise but I just feel like there's more and more people now that drive by They're like Rawr! And you hear it for like five minutes Like I know they're like 20 miles away and I can still hear them
2: Yeah, I think a lot of those folks do it on purpose We have just literally down the block from us A guy who has a garage that works on cars uh, yes. And it seems like every weekend It's like he picks out the one car That's the loudest And just drives up the road And yeah, it always seems to happen When I'm recording as well
1: yeah, and I'm not Is sure this, if like it's happening more later. later or I just notice it.
2: Yeah, I yeah, you still hear it like 20 minutes yeah. later. It's like, how can that still be making that noise? You're three miles away.
1: Yeah, but you also are one of those people that likes to play your music loud. So, yes, my if, wife complains about that. Yeah, if you're in my neighborhood, I would not like you.
2: I like to use the excuse that uh, it's it's not. Well, first of all, <clears throat> with my tinnitus, I have to have it a little bit loud. To hear it above other people, otherwise I just hear the ringing. But I like to I think I used the excuse to her once. Well, it's not just that it has to be loud; I have to be able to feel, <laughs> feel the music. <laughs> of course, you do. That's exactly what she did. Yeah. Okay. On that note, I'm so passionate, I have to feel it.
1: Yep. Okay.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. That's a good. That's a good time to to log off. So, uh, thank you for joining me. I I had fun.
1: Thank um, you. I enjoyed being here.
2: I may try to do some type of live stream each week um if you ever want to come back
1: on just let me know oh yeah um see who else i can get on i oh Uh, we should get a whole whole host of us the whole gaggle of people Whole gaggle gaggle is a good word
2: yeah i think this this service lets me add up to 10 people okay that's all that's too much
1: i feel like you know what's one more podcast but i feel like you just need to have a a podcast where you can we complain about people rude people (laughs) call it the public manners (laughs) patrol podcast yeah maybe that just rolls off the tongue. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. We got that awkward pause again, so I think it's time to wrap it up. All right. Well, thanks, Harold. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's been a long time since I've seen you.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my beard now that I'm looking at it for a while. I'm pretty
2: happy with your beard, too. I am. It's not It's not,
1: It's not. not a Steven beard, but...
2: Well, I like the salt and pepper, man. I've, I've got a few white hairs every once in a while in here, but I like it.
1: I just wish it was a little even. It's more on this side than that but oh well such is life yeah
2: all right all right i'll talk to you later man bye bye
0: good job <gasps>